You're going to go home and you're going to be tortured. You have no life. You have no social life. You can't have friends because you have to go and do all this work. Welcome to the Monarch Experience. Thank you for listening to our fourth episode. We are giving students a platform to voice opinions about what matters most to them. And today, we are voicing our opinion about homework. Is it important? Is it not important? Does it have any place in schools anymore? Or is it something that is just outdated at this stage? We're about to find out, but before we get into this episode today, we wanna make sure that we address the fact that we are giving away free money. We're allowing you to take whatever money we have. Our school store, you get sweatpants, you wanna get hoodies, you wanna get t-shirts, you wanna get a retractable dog leash for your sibling. All of that is available at the school store. All you have to do is just follow us on Twitter at The Monarch Experience, look for the logo, retweet your favorite episode, Come see me in 152. We'll make sure that I hook you up with some free money. Before we experience today's episode, I have to make sure that we give some major shout-outs where major shout-outs are due. Our first major shout-out has to come from Mr. Bucci to Mrs. Murdy. She came into his social studies class and taught modern Indian culture. And Mr. Bucci said, quote, she's the best. And you know what? On a personal note, I agree. She is the best. Our next major shout out has to come from Mrs. Rye. Mrs. Rye is giving a major shout out to her period 5-6 for their stellar delivery of Robert Frost's The Road Not Taken. Great job, period 5-6. And our last and final shout out has to go to Mrs. Rothy's honors class. Uh, they had 100 word nanofiction stories in Stranger Sagas, which is now being published, just like Miss Hess's class in the Library of Congress. Really awesome, but it gets even better. They're actually gonna be giving us the book right here at Memorial. And if you feel like you have an idea for a future episode, come down, talk to me, see me in 152. Let's get you on this. There's nobody who's not allowed to be on this. There's no topic that is off limits. We're trying to make sure that we give you voice that you maybe never even realized you had. And today, we've got three incredible people that are gonna be breaking down today's topic on homework. First up, we've got Harry. Harry, say hey. Hey, he's for horses. <laughs> Nay. Next up, we've got Jason. Hello. I didn't even give you anything. I didn't even tell you anything. You just knew what to do. Hello. That's the kind of guy that Jason is. I've learned this in the couple of moments that I've known him. And last but never least, we've got Alice. Alice, say anything. 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 I love it. Great job. Alice uh, Wonderland. Before we get into this conversation about homework and homework policies in general with our district, but not just our district, but in general, about whether or not they're important, I heard that there's this line that has been drawn in the sand between two types of people. And for our listeners out there who are experiencing this episode, they're probably wondering what side you're on. Dinosaurs or dragons? Dragons. Harry? Um... Haven't you ever played Dungeons and Dragons? I never have. Neither have I. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> dragons are... Well, it's like, as they said, there's two sides, but it's kind of split down the middle with me because, A, we don't really know what dinosaurs look like because, for all we know, they could have, like, a soft outer part of them that wouldn't appear in fossils. Like, take a blue whale. Even though it's massive size, the skeleton is rather small. 
So we don't know if they were sleek as we depict them, or they could be like anything that we can imagine. So what do you think are cooler, du dragons? I almost said Dungeons or Dragons. Uh, <laughs> dinosaurs or dragons? Um, but dragons, because a, a, there's different depictions of them. There's a Chinese dragon, which has like no oh. legs but and no wings, but it's like kind of more like Slytherin-like. But then there's like the yeah. But then there's like the European dragons that have like the four legs, the really long tail, all the scales and the wings, the fire breathing. Like some are a symbol of hope. Some are a symbol of like festivals, are they're celebrated, but then there's like ones depicted as like evil creatures. And dinosaurs are just a symbol of like evolution. I guess you could say that. Right, or just like a failed experiment gone wrong. <laughs> uh, Jason, where are you on this? I say, um, I kind of like dragons, because I feel like dragons aren't a real thing. So there's like, you can like imagine the dragon as like anything. It can be like your own creation, kind of. So, but I don't like that because they're not real. If you're wondering out there, the Mancona is on the side of dinosaurs. Because for the exact same reason that Jason just said. Because dragons aren't real. But what if yeah, they but they're not real. So you can be like, so you can picture a dragon in your mind as anything you want it to be. So I can picture it as a dinosaur? <laughs> if you wanted to. Why would I do that? I could just I could just picture dinosaurs. But well, like <laughs> but it's kinda like it's like up to your imagination to find out what a dragon is if you're like a creative person. I don't like, oh a challenge if I'm a creative person. <laughs> Alright, Jason. So Jason's on dragons. Right. Alice, are we going three Wait for three? I'm gonna go for dragons because Man. um discovering dinosaurs is too much work and <laughs> Finding out real things? Dragons are much easier. You know, I can just like Picture a dragon, not like go, because when I picture dinosaurs, I go on all in depth with like fossils and all of that, and I don't like. Too you don't much like, work. You don't like having to to know that something is right or wrong. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You'd rather just not be right or not be wrong. Yeah. It's just like ups your own imagination. That's what I'm trying to say. That gives me stress. That gives me like a lot of stress. I gotta go back and listen to episode two then. It's about stress. That might help me. Relatable. <laughs> Um, well, I guess, you know, Harry, you were mentioning the idea, because we got a second question. Today's a bonus. Uh, Harry, you mentioned the whole idea of, like, uh, outer skin and all of that, so maybe this ties right in. Uh, if you had the choice between your skin color changing to depict your mood, or um, you waking up with tattoos depicting what you did the previous day, what would you go with? Well, as I said before this, it's like... Would you rather be all the emotions from the movie Inside Out, or would you rather be Maui from Moana, but like not as stretched back? Okay. Like if it's only the day before. Yeah, and then it would just it would just clear out, and then, then the next like, day you'd have new ones. If it's like on a Sunday and you wake up on a Monday, is the whole thing just gonna be one giant bed? Because <laughs> you're just <laughs> sleeping through Sunday. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, or like if you're a religious person, it could be a church or sure. it's. It, it's a cool subject to think about, except would it change, like, permanent tattoos? Like, if you do a lot of stuff one day and you run out of room, would it over... <laughs> How much are you doing in one day? <laughs> I yeah, mean... Wow. That, that's you, a busy... You only have 24 hours, though. You just have Zs all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so which one would you go with? I would say uh, the tattoo, because just... If you're feeling sad one day and you just walk into school and, like... You're blue. Let's say blue is the color for sad. Yeah, of course. Everyone's gonna know, so everyone's gonna ask you, and it's gonna get annoying. Then you're gonna turn red, and then it goes. It goes from red to gray. I like it. And then rinse, wash, repeat. So I'm with tattoos. Jason, where are you on? Right, this? So 
I I'd say I'm more with their skin color changing. Okay. Because I feel like with the tattoos, like what if you do something embarrassing the day before? Like what oh, if you're no. picking your nose and like and you just got like a nice like booger like hanging out your arm? <laughs> Wear a shirt. Yeah, but like. Why do you think I have the long sleeves? Alice, where are you on this? I think I'd rather have my skin color change. It would like, wouldn't it be fun to be like a chameleon? Mm. That would be Why? pretty cool. Cause, and you can be like fun, bright colors all the time. Only if you're in a fun, bright mood. Yeah, true. But then like, what if you're blue? That's still that a great color. Okay, well, I guess they would have to be some kind of color coding that people would have access to. Like so they would ring. know, oh, like a mood ring, yeah. Oh, you're this color, that means you're this. If it went to the bathroom, I don't want that to be on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's what it's I'm trying to say. Like like, you made some bad Chipotle. The, you get the booger skin on you. Like, yeah. You don't want the booger skin? Yeah. It's gross. You know what, I never thought of that. I guess I originally was thinking the tattoo, because it would be like, because I can't commit. I, I don't think I'd be able to get a tattoo, because I can't commit to something for the rest of my life as far as like artwork, something I like one week, I'm not gonna like maybe another, something I like for a couple years, I'm gonna wanna change. So what a great way, just try different things. So let's jump right into this. Um, so with the whole idea of homework, I think we have to just start at the beginning. From your perspective, what do you believe the purpose of homework is intended to be? Not what it maybe becomes, but what it, why do we have homework? Why have we had homework? What do you think the perspective is from a teacher's uh, point of view as for why we, why you have homework? Alice, go ahead. Well, students are supposed to get homework in order to reinforce what they learn during school. And it also lets teachers make sure that their students finish um, necessary work and uh, master the necessary skills. Additionally, teachers ensure that their students develop responsibility and time management skills. So if they learn something during school that they might not have got, then if you have homework, then you're able to improve so that the next day it won't be as hard for you. So the reinforcement. Yes. Okay. Uh, Jason, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking that we get homework so the teachers know that we understood the lesson that was taught in class. Sure. So this homework is like going back and you're like reviewing everything. So for tomorrow, like what Alice said, you're all you're refreshed and you know what you're gonna do. Sure, Harry, go ahead. What do you think? We get homework in order to give extra practice on the topic that we're currently learning in school, or maybe the next day just to get like a refresher. Maybe it's like a more advanced level from something from last year and you don't quite remember. Mm -hmm. So that would be an example of well, what this topic says, like work worthwhile homework something that would help you in the long run. So it sounds like a lot of this is really built off of just kind of reinforcing an idea, right? So like if you wanna, I mean, where do you guys go when you wanna learn how to do something that's kind of quick? You wanna learn maybe how to tie a tie? YouTube. Go to YouTube, yeah. right? So how do you get better at this kind of useless, I mean, I guess it's not a useless skill, but like tying your shoes or tying a tie, right? Or like, I don't know, creating something, building a chair or a desk. You go to YouTube, it sounds like. You guys all agree? Uh, yeah. You get better at this skill when you practice. do it, when you practice it, when you repeat mm -hmm. it. Okay. Have, um, Harry, go ahead. I have something to add to what I said before. I also said that it what it allows the teacher to see what students need help on before like tests or common assessments. But it also assists with like lessening procrastination and increasing responsibility, I would say. Okay. Um, so, so you think that the purpose is twofold. It's not just to to reinforce stuff, but it's also so that you guys could build that responsibility of time management. Is that a part of it? Okay. 
As a student, why do you think you get homework? I don't know. I don't. I genuinely don't like homework. Like I feel like it's not necessary. But we definitely get it to to for the teachers to assure themselves okay. that they did get their point across during class. Okay. Not many people like homework. I've met some people who enjoy it because it's something to do. Like if they're bored or they need something to keep their mind sharp. But most people don't like homework, and I think it's because it cuts into their free time after school. Because, as many pe people say, school is like torture. I would say that's wow. not. Oh my God. That's nothing the hot against. Take right there. Not, nothing against you or any other teachers in this school. You're all awesome. School could be torturous, right? And I think like to take that torture of work home, I could totally see it from a student's perspective, and then to have to carry that into your home life. Yeah, like it cuts into your free time. Sure, and you're here right, being tortured for eight, nine hours a day. I could totally understand where you're coming from, Harry, as any student would feel that way. Jason? Um, I just feel like homework is like a nuisance to my extracurricular activities. Sure. So like I go home and I'm like, all right, so now I'm gonna go to soccer practice or something like that, and like track starting up, so that's a good example. So. As soon as I go from like the end of the day, PM homeroom, I go down to the gym, I go to track, and then I come home. Then I have to do my homework as fast as I can so I can eat dinner and then go to sleep. And then you don't have time for... Then I don't have time to do anything else, like hang out with my friends, so I feel like it's just in the way. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a valid thing. And I think that, you know, in the beginning, um, when homework is used for obviously reinforcement, you're seeing a lot of research that indicates that you should be getting 10 minutes in first grade and then 10 additional minutes total per every grade that you move on. So 20 minutes in second grade, 30 minutes in third grade, and so on and so forth. So that by the time you're essentially getting to high school, you're a senior and you're, you're getting 120. about 120, you get two hours worth of homework. I don't know if you know any high school seniors um, or anybody in high school that could maybe attest to that being true or false. Yeah. They probably um, have, well, I know somebody who is a high school senior. They have much more than that. Probably because they're not the fastest workers. Okay. But they still get all the work done. Probably because there's like breaks in between. So like students need a break when doing homework or else it's going to feel like you're just doing work forever and ever and ever. Okay, Jason. Um, I, my brother, he's a junior, and he like is downstairs in the basement doing homework for like three hours. In the dungeon. Yeah, in the dungeon, exactly. <laughs> nice. But I don't know if he's exactly... Three hours, but, but that we're all, you're only supposed to have at that point just under two hours. Yeah, but like it's still, it's a lot for him because he's taking like AP classes sure. and everything. So it's a lot. And he's not always doing the homework, so I feel like kids need breaks. So that isn't always like the most liable source. So whose fault is that then? Because that's what's you know the, the prescription, that's what's recommended, so that it is what we say it's supposed to be, the idea of reinforcement, so that's practice, so that's helping us. Whose fault is that? Is that you know I know Alice, you said that some people were just working kind of slower. Jason, you mentioned the, the need for breaks, which I think is important. Is is that all on the student or is there blame elsewhere? Are teachers giving too much homework? No. That it's over, that it's going over the recommended time at home so that it doesn't cut into your personal time, your family time. Are, are teachers in general giving too much and not kind of staying by the guidelines of staying within that for you guys, you know, the 70 minute to 80 minute mark? The, maybe the Board of Education, the educational system, I should say, um, is more focused on like 
what's the criteria, like what's required. And sometimes they go a little too far, like... Like putting too much on students' plates? Yeah, in like one month. Alice, what are your thoughts? Um, Do you think you get too much? 70 minutes? I... Do you get 70 minutes? No, we get under. We, we get, get under. under. Okay. Um, social don't get studies doesn't give. Okay. Social studies. Um, well, I feel feel like teachers expect us to work very efficiently, so that we don't take any breaks and that we're just constantly doing homework until we're done. So I feel like that's why um, they don't give us that much homework, but they still give us uh, a reasonable amount. But you're within the 70 minute range, yes. so you're not feeling too overwhelmed. No. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I know that you mentioned about procrastinating, Jason. Do any of you guys have like good habits that help make this less of a burden or that, that maybe you set up good habits to, <laughs> Jason, you're shaking your head. No, you have no good habits. <laughs> no. Jason, you want to break down these bad habits for everybody okay. to hear? So, Forget about having tattoos that will depict what you did the day before. You're going to be just broadcasting all of your bad habits, it sounds like. <laughs> okay, so... I just like I'll go I'll procrastinate I'll wait till the last minute to do my homework when is the last minute I have I did my two of my current events who Mr. Fonzella is saying the last day the last day before it was due I still got a really good grade okay but I mean I did the last day I got five Excel topics to do tomorrow haven't done those. So why do you think you procrastinate? Is it, you know, I know that you said it's not the amount of homework. I think, so for a lot of people, they tend to procrastinate when they just have so much on their plate that they don't know what to tackle first. Are, are you getting a lot that you feel like you don't know what to tackle first and that's what contributes to the procrastination? No, I just like, throughout the week, I'm like, I don't want to do homework. Like, I want to be outside with my friends, like, especially on a nice day like today. Yeah. Like, I'll be doing my homework at the end of the day, not when I, as soon as I get home. What is the last minute for you? By the way, the day before. Okay, what, when, when, like the, as soon as you get home and you're just working on it until you until no, dinner, like, or, um, or are you someone who's you know submitting stuff at like four thirty eight in the morning? It's like <laughs> not that late, but like uh, I'll be like I I'll do my homework at like seven o'clock. Okay, so it's and not, it was like it's not that late, but it's like pretty late. Like I should have done it the day before. Sure. Mm-hmm. Alice, go ahead. I know a few friends who complete their homework in the morning so right like, before they go before to the school, day starts ooh, before wow. they go to school on the bus wow. they'll complete their homework so they're always rushing and like i didn't get to eat breakfast i was almost late for my bus personally i do my homework right after i get home from after school clubs or like just come home from the bus so this way i don't have to push all of the all of the homework till the end of the day and that way, afterwards, I have more time to do other stuff. So you're of the mentality that if you clear up your schedule, you get to enjoy yourself with no... Is the word stress? No, like, no stress kind of hanging over your head that you have to do homework? Is, does that help make you relax more? Uh, yes, because I'm usually thinking about what I need to get complete. Like... If I do some of it, then they take a break. Now I'm, I'm constantly thinking of what I still need to do. Yeah. And then that's going to make me stressed. And I'll be like, I need to quickly get this done. And I'm the same way. Like for me to get work done, I can't enjoy my relaxation time if I'm not 
if I don't have everything off my list because I'm the type of person who's about to you know fall asleep and then something will pop in my head that I have to do and I can't unwind and I'm like, well, looks like I'm getting up and I'm taking care of this That's or at least putting a reminder in my phone. Even if it's like something that's not homework, I'll still have to get it done. Like I like doing crafts, so I have to finish this before I can do anything else or else. It's good self-discipline, it sounds like. Harry, for you, is there a routine that you have that works, that doesn't work? Uh, Well, similar to like both of them, like it's a mix between. If it's like homework, that's like, if like you assign homework, it's mainly just like read about history and answer a question. Like, it's, it doesn't require too much brain power, but say like, like Study Island that you assign every Friday, that I sometimes do around 10 p.m. Okay. Because as soon as I get home, I do like the non-thinky homeworks and I sleep. I just got from thinking all eight hours of school and then I got home and I had to do a little bit more thinking. I'm tired. Yeah. I just want to go to sleep. So I do that, I get yelled at, and I so the, the thinky homework, as you call it, I kind of like that, like thinky homework versus thinky non-thinky homework. homework. It, it's a perfect transition because I think this might be the, the, the real meat of this topic is meaningful versus waste of time homework. Is the, the non-thinky homework that you called it, Harry, is that a waste of your time or is that easy because you're able to just complete it and you're done? No, it's, it's worth it because it's going to come up on a test and or a quiz or a common assessment. Like, you're not going to know what happened in the Byzantine Empire if you don't, like, read the little things about it. Like, you won't know how it fell or how it became. Uh, cheat sheet, it, it's the remains of the Roman Empire. <laughs> so, Harry, the, the little things aren't so trivial because they contribute to the bigger aspects of it. Yes. So, I think that homework is kind of like, like, it's kind of like a scale to show, the, like, how good a teacher can teach. Because the teacher is going to have to give all this extra homework, that means that they're not good enough of a teacher to get their point across in class. So I think a teacher that doesn't give a lot of homework is a good teacher because they can get their points across in class. And good. I think that's really interesting. Is there a flip side to that scale where it's that the students aren't able to to, to show their mastery of the of the content, whatever it may be, during the class time? Is that then on them, or is that still more on the teacher's role as, you know, hey, you got to teach this effectively? Yeah, so, like, um, there's a few teachers that I've had in the past that have not given a lot of homework, but they've been really good in the classroom, and they've taught everyone in that class has done good. It's not like a teacher that doesn't teach good, and then all the kids fail and because they don't give any homework. So these classes you've had where teachers don't give a lot of homework, you feel like you've excelled in them. Uh-huh. And a lot of that, are you contributing toward the lack of homework? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Because it, it directly correlates in your your perspective to them being effective teachers. Yeah. Where do you stand on this? Um. Well, the most meaningful homework for me are like finishing up classwork because... If I don't finish up the classwork, then you're not learning all the things that are necessary because classwork is supposed to teach you all these things. Homework is supposed to reinforce you, um, reinforce your knowledge. So if I don't finish the classwork, I won't learn everything that I need. So it's you think meaningful homework then? is yes. an extension of what you're doing in class. Yes, like unfinished work. Okay, so it doesn't have to always go home. It's just a matter of we couldn't get through all of it, so bring it home. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Jason, is that an effective teacher in your eyes then? No, I think um, I have a teacher this year that does that a lot. And if we don't finish the work in class, they'll assign that homework. But that teacher still gets the point across. It would be something okay. normally extra. Like there's a few classes that I do that. Sure. In math, we have we always have extra assignments just for practice. And my teacher would be like, you don't have to do this for homework. But if you want to study for the text the next day, you have this to use. And it becomes optional. Optional. optional which is great for the people that don't need homework. They're like, I don't need this. I'll do good on the test tomorrow. But for the people that think they need extra help, they're like, well, I'm, I'm going to do this homework as a practice. This is fascinating. Can you determine that? I, I hate to word it like this, but can you determine that at your age, what is needed and what is not needed? Or is it as simple as, I don't do you have the mature? Yeah, like, or is it just like, I don't want to do this, so yeah. I'm not going to. Oh, I failed then whatever it is that I got assessed on. Now, do you make that connection that the homework becomes important or does it just almost encourage you to just not do it? I feel like at this age, we're not really mature enough. Like, a lot of times if I have that option, if I feel like I'm doing fine in that class, I won't I won't do it. Like I hate to say that, but there's kids that aren't mature enough and even if they're failing, they're like, Oh, I don't want to do my homework and they'll go out and They don't see the connection between yeah, the practice the and doing well on whatever it is that you're mm. practicing for. Yeah. So I feel like at an older age this would definitely be a great thing to do, but right now we're not mature enough. What age? Like maybe high school starting. Okay. Started in high school where it would be like practice. Uh -huh. Because the whole idea of practice is that it's not supposed to be graded, right? Yeah. Like if you play a sport, your practice really isn't being the thing that counts against you. Or is it? If you're not doing well in practice and the teacher kind of, when she's looking over it or he's looking over it or they're looking over it, um, it's like if they notice something that's constant throughout the class, they might take like turn the practice into like a graded practice to test well I wouldn't say test but like to assess yeah to assess like okay what do they need help on so it's more of a it's not like a way of like wasting time as this is about it's more meaningful because it's saying okay if there's something wrong in all the classes experiencing it and it's gonna affect them on the, the next test then we have to find out what that is. And they can use that as a teaching tool. Yes. Okay, so homework in a way practice, but that only works though, Harry, if it's mandatory, right? That's not gonna work like with what Jason was saying where if it's optional, because then if it's optional, you only have half the class doing it and that now you're assessing data that's only representative of half the class. Yeah, but if it's optional, then it shouldn't be graded. Okay. So, Jason? Um, I got one class that I keep on mentioning um, that is really good on homework wise. The homework is graded on completion. And for those of like the people that feel like that they're not doing well enough in that class, the teacher will post a, um, an answer sheet and they can go up and they can check their answers the next day in class to see how they did. So but should that be graded then if it's just practice? No, if it's just practice, definitely not. If it's home practice, it doesn't have to be graded, it's optional. Okay. That's all going to be an optional. Okay. Well, because like with practices, you're really not getting graded. If you're, you know, practicing an instrument, you're not um, getting graded on that. Yeah, like, in no, third grade, we did. Did you really? I mean, yeah. When we out. had to do the recorder, if you didn't like practice enough and you went to like perform the latest like three notes or whatever to show like you know it, if you didn't do that, 
you got to fail in grade. Well, but I guess though you're saying though it sounds like that's performance based, and but if you didn't practice it, obviously when you go to perform, you're not going to be ready. But nobody, when you were practicing the recorder in your room, is, is like banging on the door booing you. Or like they're not like just all of a sudden just throwing out F's as you're practicing it. The whole idea of practice is that it's like this safe space almost where you can kind of make mistakes and grow from them without having feedback constantly. But sports, you see that too. You see practices are used to kind of correct certain things and you're not having people lose jobs in a, on a team because of their practice. Or, or do they? If you're on an advanced enough team... You can can you lose it. your spot because yes, of a can. poor practice? Yeah. Poor, no, not because of a poor practice, because of a poor tryout. And those are the kids that don't show up to the practice because maybe they devote themselves to basketball or something else. They, um, they devote themselves to another sport other than the sport that they're playing. Maybe if they're focused on that other sport and not the one that they should be at the practice for. When the tryout comes, they're not going to have the practice, and they won't—they'll kind of be rusty, and they won't be able to perform as well. Okay, and I think we could kind of—we could clearly see the, the correlation with that within the classroom. Um, Can you give us examples, just for the people out there listening, of what meaningful homework looks like versus what waste of time homework looks like? And again, we're not looking for specific names or teachers or anything like that. But Jason, is there—is there an example of meaningful homework versus a meaningless homework? Yeah, meaningful homework may have like five questions of a different topic that you learned, but meaningless homework would have just repeated same like format of a question, but just with different numbers. And it's kind of like, we don't need all of that practice when we're gonna have a, like a good amount of practice for each topic or lesson that we're learning. Okay. Well, an example of meaningful, as we've been saying a lot, is like stuff that fortifies what we learned previously, or that day, or again, refreshing. I guess like, what would that look like? A study guide. Like, okay. if there's a test coming up and you learn stuff all week, but you're not sure about it, doing that study guide will probably help you. And then there's like Quizlets and Cahoots and whatever they're using that they post. And it's just, it, it's helpful. Even though that's technically optional, it's, it's still helpful, it's still meaningful. What, I guess as an EOA teacher too, like I want to know what, what meaningless, what waste of time homework looks like. Study Island. Study Island? <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Well, oh my God, I can totally agree. No, I, I was making a joke, but you could also lead that Study Island is only for like common assessment practice because... Well, it's skills that we kind of do yeah, throughout the year daily. in anything. Like, I can see but like... you'll see them pop up on the common assessment, yeah. I Like, I can see like grammar and like capitalization being something, but like... Like meaning, that's meaningless. Yeah, no, okay. that's meaningful. Meaningful, okay, yeah. I was gonna... Like everyone needs to know that or else it's going to look like my essays. Um, <laughs> meaningless homework? In ELA, I want to know what it looks like. All right, in ELA, I say definitely study island. Okay. Like, not to offend you if you... I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I am not study island. Study island is just, it's the worst for me. Like, I've gotten, I've like broken things before doing study island. I get okay. so frustrated. Because like, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> and <laughs> I excel too. Like, uh, some teachers assign up to 90% in IXL, which is perfect, because once you get to 90, it goes up by 1, and okay. it goes down like 15. Oh, I and hate it. Same with Study Island. So that can be really frustrating, and the same problems over and over again for, like, 10 questions each, or, like, even more than that. Like, sometimes the teachers will assign, like, 20 questions per Study Island. It's just too much, and it's not necessary. So, Jason, it sounds like you, keep, you kind of mentioned the idea that 
wasted time homework becomes homework that you are just doing reps of. Yeah, Where you're just exactly. doing extra reps of the same skill for the sake of just doing a ton of practice. Where you're almost, you're thinking, man, you're wasting my time exactly. with this. Because you can do, I think you said, what was the magic number you said? And maybe it's not a magic number. Maybe it's just a number that you said. You said like five. Five. Was good. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Not too much. Not too little. All right. Maybe it's uh, like not as much, but for the people that are excelling in that class, they do their five, they got their practice done, and the kids that want to do extra have that option on Study Island where they can add or take off. Sure. So. Alice, what does like, meaningful homework, I guess, look like? Do you have examples of, in any class, it doesn't just have to be EOA, that you that you see that you're like, this was, I, I needed this, this was good, this enriched my knowledge of the subject so that tomorrow when I'm coming back in, I'm, I'm feeling in good shape. I can tackle the world. Um, well, I don't personally like I excel, but Study Island is actually pretty useful for me because um, in Study Island, usually math, we have there's different questions that relate to the same topic, but they're not all like giving two numbers, subtract, blah, blah, blah. It's like putting stuff in different orders and making it more complicated so that you can really understand what you're trying to like figure out. It becomes application based. Yeah. Um, okay, Jason? Um, when I see something that's useful homework, I see um, self-made study guides in science a lot. We'll make our own flashcards or our own Quizlet or like um, we even make our own written study guides that we want you like kind of like write something and type it. It's like in your mind. It's like in your bread. It's in your head. In your bread. <laughs> in your bread. Not my bread. No, no. Listen. Let's get this bread. Keep homework out of my bread. <laughs> Sorry. So it's like it's like engraved in your mind and you have this like idea that you're like, oh, I know what this is. And then you've your homework was to make your study guide so the people that aren't doing their homework aren't going to do as well in the test other than those kids that are doing the study guide and they're all, they are making a way for them to do better in class. You know, I always saw homework as this as a student at least. I still remember being, I think, probably a sophomore at Marlboro High School and shaking my fist angrily at a cloud um, because I was so mad that we had so much homework. It went well beyond the, the what, in uh, 10th grade, the 100 minutes of homework that we're supposed to have. And I, I guess, you know, in my lack of infinite wisdom as a teen, saw homework as this power struggle. Um, and it was basically students versus an authority figure, and the authority figure said, I'm going to make you do this, you have to do this, you're going to go home, and you're going to be tortured. You have no life, you have no social life, you can't have friends, because you have to go and do all this work. Yeah, I'm not saying it was the exact, I'm not saying I was like the most uh, articulate, wise, insightful teenager, but that's how I looked at it. And I know that my feelings were not the feelings of just myself alone, and I'm sure that there are other people who feel this way. Is there a power struggle between teacher and student with the idea of teachers trying to get students to do homework uh, and students kind of resisting just for the sake of, well, I don't want to? Harry? Like dishwasher. Scrubbing the dishes. Yeah, it was, it's like, yeah, washing dishes in the sink, only to put them in the dishwasher. Oh! I can totally understand that. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm, like, I'm totally not understanding. Like, I have to do the dishwasher. I can totally elaborate on that. As my chore, I don't have to actually like wash the dishes previously. But sometimes I notice my parents doing that, and I ask why they do that. And I, the answer is usually it's because it's like, oh, it's just precaution. 
but if you're gonna clean it as fat as hard as you can, as fast as you can, then why just put it in the dishwasher? That's wasting a water and soap, which costs money. I don't know if I'm following this analogy though. My family and family is like mine. Don't know what a dishwasher is. <laughs> it's kind of like a hat it's on called, a hat. It's like a hat. Yeah, on a hat. it's like why are you gonna like block the sun rays from your eyes, and then just do it again? Like there's no. So point. teachers forcing meaningless homework on students is the washing the dishes before putting them in the dishwasher analogy. Yes. Purposeless. Okay. Do you not get that? No, I. I, I took, it took me a couple seconds on this. Okay, I totally understand it. Um, the dishwasher is a dish rack for me. Okay. <laughs> Jason. Okay, so to explain what he's trying to no, say. No, no, I totally got. I totally okay. got it. I, so I'm like, ow! It's like I'm washing dishes. So I have to do all the chores in my house. Are we talking about dishes right now, or is, this, a, is this another metaphor? Another no, no, bit. this is a metaphor. Oh, this so is a metaphor. Okay. We're, we're, I'm cleaning the dishes. And my parents will come over, and they're like, no, no, I'll like, start putting them in the dishwasher. I'm always doing the dishes. My parents will be like, you got to wash them before you put them in. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because I said so. Learned from ELA class. It's the Very worst yeah. reason you can ever get. It is a bad reason. And it really annoys me. I always try to like be smart with them and, be like, and give them like explanations. And they're like, and they're like, no, just do what I said. So I'm like, all right. But I'm like a union worker. And I just do stuff. <laughs> I just do stuff. Who's your union bad. rep? I your brother? Do, yeah, no, my parents. Oh, okay. So I just do stuff bad on purpose, and then I won't have to do it again. Genius strategy. And they figured it out. And they're like, really? You got to do this right. And then my dad will come over, and he's like, show me how to do it. And he's getting all, like, snippy with me. And I'm like, why are you wrinkling me? I'm just dad hair? Like, He's snippy? Cuts, he cuts hair? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, Miss Marys would be proud. <laughs> okay, wait. So, for, <laughs> so if you're listening to this um, and you've gotten this far, uh, first of all, thank you. <laughs> Secondly, it's torture. if you've gotten this far, let's just make sure we hope that you're understanding this enormous extended metaphor that we are really running just with. Just That the, the fight between parent and and child, union right? And union workers now apparently, and <laughs> teacher and student is one of which where it's because there's this, I want you to do it this way, and then there's this questioning on the student perspective or the the child perspective. That's what makes it worse. So if you don't do homework, that creates more or less Thank conflict. You. More. A lot like more. more. A lot more. So just like where if it's like, why do I have to wash the dishes before I put them in the dishwasher? This well, is a conversation I have with my wife a lot as well. She's pulling out dishes out of the dishwasher. Nope, this is dirty. This is dirty. I'm like, I know. That's why I'm putting them out of the dishwasher. So that's it's like those ads. But you got to remember, I was that student as well. Because remember, I'm the one shaking my fist at the cloud saying, why are you torturing my life? So so then how does the teacher, the, the typical teacher, I guess, one, look at this student. Is the student a lazy student? Does that create more conflict? And then what does that teacher do to help the student see that there, there is a purpose to the homework? Um, I guess, what, what is the outcome and then what is the solution for this, Harry? I remember, like, someone was not, like, fully answering their questions. Like, they answered it and they backed it up, but they didn't answer it the way she wanted it. Um, and, for a homework? Yes. Okay. And... Going over it, um, she, she assigned him more homework to f- try to fix that while everyone got no homework that day. So like, the homework became a punishment for not 
doing homework I wouldn't say the a right punishment. Way. I would say more of like a... Corrective measure? Yeah, but like... But was it with the intent to correct or with the intent to punish? From your, from, your, from your perspective, right? You're sixth grade Harry, right? You're new to the middle school. Mm. Not a care in the world. I wasn't very talkative. Like, I was, like, scared of everything. How are, you see, how are you seeing that, though? Are you seeing that as, oh, this teacher's trying to help? Or are you going, wow? I, I, all I hear is, like, them talking, and I heard her voice get more and more, like, angry. And I, I remember, like, my eyes were just, oh, God. So you like, saw this... Were, open and like I was scared and that's I'd be terrified yeah well, it, so it was it was scary but I ended up doing a lot of uh, homework correctly and it I guess it worked I guess it was more of a scare tactic for the rest of the class sure but it would it was really hard on that one kid you said something really interesting it made you do the homework correctly did you learn from it or were you just now doing homework correctly for the sake of doing homework correctly like well, did the content stick in order to do homework correctly, you kind of have to learn it. What about late work? If you turn in homework late, should there be a penalty for it? Because there, if the goal is for students to be highly proficient at something, should there be a deadline? And the reason I ask it like that is because if you ask me, I don't know, pick a skill. Pick any skill. Put me on the spot right now. Cooking. Okay, I could, I could cook. <laughs> Surfing. Uh, Surfing, great. If you told me that you wanted me to surf, and then you made me do homework at it, right? And, and then you wanted me to be able to surf effectively, Jason, when? You're giving me this homework now. When do you want me to be able to surf? By the end of the summer. That long you're going to give me for homework? Well, I learned to surf in like By tomorrow. Week. Okay, so Alice, let's go surf. with by tomorrow, right? Because <laughs> yeah, so, isn't that how homework is done? Mm -hmm. You learn something. So, Jason, you teach me how to you do some, like, you know, surfing tomorrow, one-on-one. Tomorrow's like, I learned how to surf in, like, a week. Pretty much, but I don't know how fast you well, are. Learning. Okay, so I think, but <laughs> Sorry, I think, but no, but I think that that's a great point, though, is that you don't know how fast I am at learning something, and that everybody learns things in different speeds and different ways. So if you're asking me to learn how to surf, and your sole goal is to get me to learn how to do this, and you're giving me a day, like Alice, you're very rigid. Alice is like tomorrow. Am I going to be able to do it effectively? No, no, I'm not. Don't look not at me like, like there's that. a chance. No. There is no chance. No I'm not chance. surfing effectively in one day. It's just not happening. So should I be judged as a surfer tomorrow? No. No. Because that's not what? It's not fair. I think like, it's, it's, not not fair. Fair. it's not the goal. It's not the goal. That's not yeah, the yeah, point. That's not the point, not right? The point. For me to learn it the next day. So I think that like there is no, I can, you should be this talented by this because day. Because you want to get it. You want to be really good at the skill you're trying to master. So if you're going to give a deadline for like one day, then there's no way that you can achieve it. And then it's just going to make your self-confidence like drop. And then what happens because of that? It's you're going to get worse and worse at the skill. Harry, go ahead. I get why we have deadlines. It's to stop procrastination, show responsibility, create responsibility spark like a feeling of like okay i have a week to do this but since i have time i might as well start it now so i'm not rushing last minute or i get a late a late grade could we structure it so that you we're, we're teaching you the tools of time management while at the same time not giving you strict deadlines because you know i, I want i certainly want jason to judge me as a surfer not tomorrow not next week 
you know, maybe give me like three years. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe like in a year, I'd like you to judge me as a surfer, and then you could give me your opinion on me. I just like you know, first year Ancona as a teacher versus me now. I do not want you using me as a first year as a model of excellence because I'm going to be hard on myself and say I don't think I was any good at all, especially when you compare me to now. And if you're working on a skill over a set amount of time, you want to be judged most recently. So that one day turnaround, I don't know if that's an accurate reflection of your learning. Jason, what are you thinking? So I'm thinking that like, I like what Alice said. We're in school, we're trying to master these skills and like master top. When you think of master, you don't think of someone that's lousy, that procrastinates and doesn't do their work. You think of someone that's like a, like a, a master at it, like sure. really good, like yeah. an elite. Like Master Splinter. Exactly. Real world is always running late. We're running late right now getting out of here. That's okay. No one's going to take points off. No one's going to like, you know, attack me because we're late with it. I hope not at least. Um, there are things that run late. Flights run late. All of the time. Yeah. Doctor appointments run late all of the time. Oh I mean, yeah. right? I've like, never been on time for enough. Paperwork. I mean, school buses run late. Yeah. Right? And like these are just, these are a part, like you run late on your way to work or you run late, you know, when you're getting to your job. Paperwork sometimes gets filled out late. And no one's going to say, oh, sorry, it's not the case. Yeah, sometimes there are cases like that. But the day to day things, things happen late. Jason. So, one time I was on a plane. The plane didn't run late, but what I was watching a TV show. It was like those basic TV shows that you give you. It was about these people building motorcycles. Super crazy show called American Choppers. Okay. And they didn't finish the motorcycle by the due date. And the owner was like, re he was furious. Like he was like throwing chairs. He was like yelling and cursing at the person. Did they still get it done? But they still got it done, but they weren't as happy. The people that okay. were buying the product weren't as happy with it. Okay. So to bring it into a real world eventually. It's going to okay. get done, but the people needed it for a display. Okay. And, and they're, they're moving parts. But I guess yeah. for that skill, maybe they needed more time to be able to get there. Uh, um, how would your life change without homework? Jason? Um, Alice, in all my classes, is always claiming that she doesn't have any free time. Like, we just recently did book club. <laughs> Way to call her out. We just, yeah. What? We just recently did book club. And she was always complaining that we didn't have Whoa. enough time to finish the book. Whoa. And I'm like, I think I'm a pretty busy person. Like, I have a lot going on. But I find time in the I mean, day. You're teaching me how to surf. We're talking about yeah, getting it's going to take a long time. That's going to take some time. <laughs> I'm sorry to offend you, Alice. Harry, how's your life going to change if you didn't have homework? Well, it would affect me both beneficially and detrimentally. Episode two, like, be stressed. Sure. Like, if you have a lot of homework one day, but you also have, like, chores to do and yeah. you need to work on something then it's it's stressful and having a homework would be beneficial because it'd give me more time to do that and then more time after that to be free but it would be detrimental because if i need help on something and there's no extra help the next day there's no study guide posted you have no resource there's, there's nothing for me to yeah. help i can call I can call someone and ask them, but they might not be a good explainer as a teacher who's been trained to do this. They may not be a master, like Jason said. What a fantastic discussion about homework. And I think really ultimately what we're trying to get down to the bottom of is, is homework 
useful or not. I mean, and, and ultimately, I think that Harry, Jason, and Alice speak on behalf of not just 8th and 7th graders, but in students, you know, in any grade as a whole, where there is a purpose, and it, but it also at the same time, it is going to cut into your everyday life. Come see all the lovable characters from DreamWorks animation film Madagascar live on the memorial stage next Friday and Saturday, the 22nd and the 23rd. Friday night showtime is at 7 p.m. Saturday showtimes are at 2 and 7 p.m. And you can get your tickets for $10. You can buy them on sale during lunch next week or at the door of every performance. If you have episodes for future ideas, um, topics, or you want to get on this and make sure that your voice is heard, come down and talk to me. Because we are all about making sure that you get to talk about things that are important to you. Before Thanks for listening. The question, and did good evening. I do my homework? I'd like to take this opportunity to say you're the greatest teacher that I've ever had. Understanding and forgiving, especially.